0: Welcome to Stand this Sports History 4, February 18th, 2024. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Welcome to a Sunday edition of the podcast. Kind of a light day due to the NBA All-Star break. We're kind of in that in-between stage the Flyers played last night. Uh, but we'll have some fun with today's episode. As always, let's start with a recap of yesterday's question of the day. I asked if you would be watching the stadium series, and 60% of you said Yes. were hard no Uh, but as always thank you for for tuning in Uh, 30 seconds in they got down which was not good they were down two nothing after the first and really just got smacked around yesterday ended their five point um, or five game point streak Um, it was the first big game for a lot of these young guys so I I think if we're going to take a have a takeaway from it it's As this team really goes down and tries to to fight for one of those playoff spots, it's a good learning experience, good good experience just in general for them. Um, A lot of them have never again because of how bad they have been in recent years. Um, So not all negative. I thought it was pretty cool. They all came off of the bus dressed as Rocky. Um, Unfortunately, it did not fire up the team. But it's always good. I mean, everybody talks about the Penguins being this rival with uh, the Flyers, and obviously they are. But for me, like I like the, the rivalry with the Devils, the, the Jersey Turnpike rivalry, if you will. Um, but 6-3 to three they lost in the stadium series. A cool experience, though. Uh, did look good on TV watching, and it's just, like I said, I feel as though there's something about outdoor hockey. It's kind of like the way it was meant to be played. Um, I would like to. See, I know it's a pain in the butt to do, but I wouldn't mind seeing more of it. But the Flyers come out on the losing end, 6 3 in the stadium series up at MetLife against the Devils. Hopefully, 60% of you that said you were watching will watch it. But as always, thank you for participating in the question of the day. We'll have another question later in the show. 267 495 8531. Get you in. An update from yesterday I had mentioned uh, the event of the day was Joe Lewis fighting Gus D'Arazzio at Convention Hall. And I said it may have been the only time Joe Lewis fought in Philly. And he actually did fight Al Attore in 1936 at Convention Hall as well. So Joe Lewis had two fights in Philadelphia. And again, as I always say, I try to make sure the facts we give you are as accurate as possible. So Joe, Joe Lewis did in fact have two fights in Philly, one against Al Ettore. And then the fight against Gus DeRazio yesterday. Um, all right, as I mentioned yesterday, the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame ballot is officially out. It has been sent to everyone. They are doing a fan voice contest. If you go to phillyhall.org backslash fans voice, the link actually is in the description as well. You can fill out your ballot for everyone that is considered and up for induction this year. And if your ballot comes closest to matching the official ballot, you will win two VIP tickets to the ceremony in November Deadline is March eighth, so be sure to to get your voice heard and see if you can win free tickets. And I will say, from going last year, it's a fun event, uh, pretty cool. Just walking around, mingling with the athletes, uh, both the inductor, uh, the f- folks being inducted, as well as just past inductees, teammates of those being inducted. So it actually is pretty cool. But go to phillyhall.org/backslash/voice to fill out your ballot. And if you come closest to the official ballot, you will win two free VIP tickets to the ceremony. While you're at it, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, Jimbo underscore Mont. We're trying to to grow this thing. And speaking of that, I've been mentioning Back to the Future. It's sort of going into a semi-retirement because a lot of the things have transferred over into this podcast. I am keeping it active for special shows. Uh, interviews and things like that next week i will be sitting down with brian michael who is the curator of the a league apart exhibit uh, over in cherry hill and basically it looks at the legacy of the negro leagues in philadelphia so go check that out a leagueapart.org uh, get you the information on that but looking forward to sitting down with him on tuesday And don't forget to buy your Girl Scout cookies from Ella. She will be at the Acme and Dresher if you want to stop by in person. But help her troop out and go buy some Girl Scout cookies because, again, we are on round three. And if you're anything like our family, you need more. So hook Ella up. If you can't make the Acme and Dresher, hit the link in the description and see what you can do. They'll be there 12 to 1 today to buy your Girl Scout cookies in person if you'd like. All right, some Phillies news. And as the players are starting to report for spring training, we're getting an idea on what's happening. They did sign uh, another pitcher, David Dahl, who was a former All-Star, has been injured the past couple years. Uh, But again, another one of those, hey, let's bring a guy in and see what we can do. Um, I I like that they have a lot of guys like this that I, I think will help with some of the competition. Uh, because for the most part, uh, it's the, the lineups and everything are set. A lot of it's going to be who are uh, making the – like like is somebody going to step up and maybe challenge for the fifth starter? Is somebody going to step up and be that long guy in the bullpen? Is it possible that we're, we're jockeying for position on who's going to get calls up in November? November. In like July, I meant. And – uh, I think it's going to be fun watching some of the preseason, or the spring training games, which start on Saturday. But David Dahl did, was signed. Again, he missed some time due to injury, uh, so looking to bounce back. And it seems to work for them every now and then. There's always like one or two guys that come out of nowhere that are on a second chance or a prove-it deal and come out and do that. And the, the Phillies certainly have some candidates for that. But excited to see live baseball On Saturday. So getting pumped. I think for the most part, like I said, the lineup is probably, or the rosters are probably set. I don't necessarily see them making a big move unless Jordan Montgomery brings down his uh, asking price or or something crazy happens. But I think we're set, and and everybody's talking about them running it back, but I'm okay with that. Like I keep saying, and we'll get more into it when we do the Phillies preview, I, I think having everybody starting... And the right mindset is going to be huge for this team. So we shall see. NBA All Star Game today, and Tyrese Maxey will be representing the Sixers. He was in the half court, or the skills competition yesterday. Um, that All Star team lost to the Pacers, uh, which was good. It was a hometown team, uh, whatever. But Tyrese did hit the the tie breaking half court shot. Uh, that was later beat by the Pacers, but uh, fun watching that a little bit yesterday. Little bit of news that came out the other day that I, I didn't cover, but I keep seeing it hanging around. And I think it's worth kind of mentioning, and that was Patrick Beverly uh, said something on, I guess it was his podcast, about uh, the difference between Milwaukee and the Sixers as far as the <laughs> just the vibe around the team. And he made the comment that in Milwaukee, everybody wants to win. Guys aren't worried about the stats and things like that. And I think there might be something to that. And I think that's why they have Nick Nurse in um, because we had talked before with Doc Rivers even saying like the culture of losing, the stench of just losing. And I think you need somebody in Doc instead of trying to, I don't know how hard he tried, but, I think you need somebody to kind of change the culture and it seems like just this first year there's more unselfishness on the team um, but I don't know but it's worth worth mentioning and, and worth looking at because that goes right into that narrative about how the there's just like this losing stench and it's sort of like the the byproduct of the process. Uh, whether or not Nick Nurse is able to get that out of there, I don't know. But I, I feel like because it's, it's it wasn't something that's going away. And I, I don't think anybody, if if we're being honest with ourselves, I don't think anybody really will disagree that there is a, a culture issue with the whole franchise. Um, I think it starts from the top. I think you have a very, for the most part now, absentee owner, now that he owns the Devils, as well as the uh, Washington Commanders. So... I don't know, is that then the front office, which Daryl Morey doesn't necessarily have the, the the best track record right now, and so I don't know, this, this offseason is going to be big for them, so let's see where it goes, uh, but Pat Bev calling out the Sixers for, for being more worried about their numbers and their stats than actually winning, I don't know if that was a shot at Joe, everybody else on the team, but... I think if you read between the lines, you know what he was saying. All right, phillygoat.com. I mentioned yesterday, go check out their St. Paddy's Day stuff. You won't be disappointed. They have the PHI Shamrock shirts, Molly Maguire shirt. Um, the fire shirt like just and then those awesome canvas shoes mcgillens but in both men's and women's the shamrock shoes it's the perfect complement to your outfit to go out on saint patty's day so go check out philly goat for saint patty's gear as well as any other gear you need for your philly sports apparel Use the promo code Jim Montgomery at checkout for 10% off your order. That's phillygoat.com. Promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed with those canvas McGillin shoes. They're awesome. No big news for the Eagles today. And that, to me, is symbolizing where we're heading. It's probably going to be quiet on the Eagles front until free agency starts. Um, which I think is mid-March. Um or so, uh, lots, I, I mean, we're kind of getting to that thing. And it just, today is just a, um, f- from a Philadelphia standpoint, it's just a slow day. However, there is a lot going on in the sports world. And that leads us to today's question of the day. What are you watching today? You got the NBA All-Star game, the Daytona 500, which is one of the few NASCAR races that I'll, I'll flip on and watch Tons of college hoops. Are you watching something else? Are you catching up on your shows since there's no Philly stuff? Let me know what you're most interested in watching today. 267-495-8531. Get you in. Is it the NBA All-Star Game, the Daytona 500, Sunday College Hoops? There's probably th- triple, quadruple headers on today. Or are you binge watching your shows and catching up on something else? Let me know. 267-495-8531. Send a text message. Leave a voicemail. With the answer to the question of the day and anything else you want to get off your chest. That's the other thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to expand this this line. So if we can get more people calling in for voicemails, I can play the voicemails. And then we can hopefully, that's the stepping stone to doing some live shows. Because I know a few of you out there have been asking about live shows. And it's definitely something I want to explore. But I can't do it without you. Uh, It starts with liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Calling, leaving voicemails, text messaging, whatever you need to do. But let me know what you're watching today. NBA All-Star Game, the Daytona 500, College Hoops, something else. Are you watching all of it? I mean, you might be flipping back and forth through all of it like me. I might go out and play some basketball. Who knows? But it's the world is your oyster. But let me know what you're thinking and watching today. All right, Clashing Conferences Podcast football season, like I said, is winding down, heading into free agency. They had their season finale. Go check them out. My boys do a good job over there. The Clashing Conferences Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. They will do a season recap special as well as a draft special in the off season. they said, so stay tuned for that. But they're doing a good job. If you've been following them all season, go check out the season finale where they kind of wrap things up. Look forward to next year and get ready for the draft. All right, today back in 1983, the Sixers beat the Rockets 127 to 98. Moses Malone led all scorers with 26 points and led everyone with 13 rebounds against his former team. For the Sixers, it was their fifth win in a row and a streak that would go on to be 10. But the big story was Malone, who, in the process of scoring 26, scored the four millionth point in NBA history. Uh, kind of a cool stat. I don't know who is responsible for counting every single point ever scored. But on this day in 1983, Moses Malone scored the four millionth point in NBA history. If you are keeping score at home, there's roughly about 13 and a half million points currently ever scored in the NBA. So we've come a long way since 1983. Uh, more teams means more games. Uh, so that definitely helped to, when they expanded, help uh, get that number up. But when will the 14th million point, I don't know if 14 million will happen this year or early next year, uh, but we are close to 14 million points. And who knows who's going to score it, but it's, again, I, I'm glad I don't have to be the one to count that. It's probably easier now <clears throat> with spreadsheets and things like that, but imagine having to go through all the box scores and count every single point in an adding machine. I could just picture somebody going, and then if you make a mistake. huh? But we all know, too, that 90 that 82-83 Sixers team would go on to win the NBA championship. Moses Malone putting them over the top. Uh, but a great just season. He won the MVP, won the finals MVP, scored the 4 millionth point in team history, beat his former team. Everything was good for Moses in 82-83. But on this day, it was the Sixers beating the Rockets 127-98 88 or 98, uh, to win their fifth in a row. Moses scoring the 4 millionth point in NBA history. Finally today, our Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. We're going to take a look at Leroy Kelly, running back from Philadelphia, Simon Gratz graduate, also starred in baseball and basketball at Gratz, went on to be a star at Morgan State. He is in their Hall of Fame. Uh, He was the eighth pick in the NFL draft in 1964 by the Cleveland Browns, Uh, started his career playing behind some guy you may have heard of named Jim Brown, Uh, played behind Jim Brown for two years. And when Jim Brown abruptly retired, Leroy, <coughs> excuse me, Leroy stepped right in to the starting spot. And obviously, it is hard to fill in for a legend, especially some who still today consider the greatest running back to ever play the game. But Leroy Kelly, I think, did okay filling in for Jim Brown. 10 seasons, three 1,000-yard rushing seasons, won an NFL championship in 1964, four-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team, six-time Pro Bowler, led the league in rushing yards two times, led the league in touchdowns three times, led the entire NFL in scoring in 1968. He was a member of the NFL's All-Decade team in the 1960s. Won the Burt Bell Award as the best player in the NFL in 1968. He is in the Browns Ring and Honor, as well as being in the Morgan State Hall of Fame. He's in the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, as well as the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not too shabby for the guy that took over for Jim Brown. Today's Black History Spotlight is Leroy Kelly, Philadelphia's own, Gratz's own, Morgan State's own, and just had the the biggest challenge of probably anybody filling into arguably the shoes of the greatest running back to ever play and carved out a nice little Hall of Fame career for himself. So Leroy Kelly is today Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. On this day back in 1983, Moses Malone scored the 4 millionth point in NBA history in the Sixers 127-98 to win over the Rockets. Looking forward to seeing what Tyrese can do. Might just for fun take a little flyer on him to be the MVP. Coming off the bench, who knows? You know, coming off the bench, he's going to be uh, firing away. So why not take a little flyer, have some fun with it. Uh, DraftKings actually is having, and this is not a paid sponsorship, this is just something I saw. I saw that there's a risk-free, or what do they call it, no-sweat NBA All-Star Game bet. We're going to put a bet to, for Tyrese to to win the The MVP, get your money back if he doesn't, and then you have a bet for tomorrow or tonight. Whatever you want to do. Uh, But looking forward to that. Tough one for the Flyers in the stadium series, but a good learning experience for a team that really needs to get some experience, especially down the stretch here in a playoff race. Be sure to let me know what you're watching today. The question of the day, NBA All-Star Game, Daytona 500, college hoops. Are you catching up on your shows? Are you playing video games? Are you doing work around the house? It's still kind of a cold, snowy, whatever. Uh, but 267-495-8531 get you in. Let me know what you're doing on this President's Day weekend. Or are you up in the mountains skiing? <clears throat> I know, excuse me. Lots of people like to go skiing this weekend. So if you're listening to me on the slopes... Thank you for listening. Tell somebody at the Lodge to to like and subscribe as well. Everything helps because there's a ton of Philly fans up there. Be sure to go to phillyhall.org backslash fansvoice to fill out your ballot for a chance to win two VIP tickets to the ceremony. (sighs) Go out. Do something fun today along with watching some of these sports. But this has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. And until next time, see you.